This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Feeling about what it's it's it sounded like you said last episode as president of the United States. It, I I did say that because well, that's you know, interesting because I can tell you this is your last day as tech stuff guy of this great podcast. So one of us is losing a job this week. I can tell you that. But Mr. President, the inauguration for uh, President Elect Joe Biden is we don't say inauguration Wednesday. here. That is the N word on this podcast. And why did they send me a new tech? Couldn't they at least with this fake inauguration, I thought they'd send me like a tech stuff guy I've worked with before. They're sending me a new, it's sort of the height of disrespect, to be honest. Please tell the tech stuff agency we're not going to use their services going forward into my second term. I will, uh, I will let them know about that. Mr. President, I, I know you're, you're in denial you're, there's no, you have no Twitter. How are you feeling about the no tweets? A lot of things have gone on and people have kind of dragged your name through the mud with the impeachment and you haven't really had any way to make a rebuttal or stand up for yourself or get your word out. Um, I thought I was going to see pamphlets being handed out in the streets by your people, um, like a, um, old school, but that's not happening. H- how are you feeling about that, that you cannot get your anything out, any information out into the world? No, well, I've met some great people on something called 8chan. It's a very nice uh, group of like-minded patriots on the dark web. So, and I, you know, I didn't want to get on the dark web at first because I said, well, that sounds, you know, I don't like things that are too dark. But it turned out the dark web was full of people who hate dark people. So I said, okay, well, you know, we have sort of a a strong, it's called a community. Okay. That's all that people want. They want love. They want community and they want their president to be okay. So we have set up many chat rooms on a lot of these dark web places. So my message is getting to the people who need uh, my message. So it's, you know, you know, I did enjoy Twitter. I did. I was probably the greatest person in Twitter history. And I think even you would agree with that, but I think, you know, it was time to move on anyway. So now, uh, you know, because I knew they were, people think I was taken by surprise. I knew the internet was a big enemy when they started removing, uh, let's just call it the Jeff Epstein section of videos on Pornhub. I knew that that was a hint that they were, 
they were circling to take down their president. So the internet has not been a great fan of mine. So we've gone to the dark web and I'm communicating with great patriots there. And they know that my second term begins on Wednesday from what we're calling the Florida White House, the Florida White House, Mar-a-Lago, okay? And uh, did you ever see Scarface? Yes, I have. Remember when they pushed the guy from Amadeus out, out of the helicopter, Omar? They yes, push I, him out. Uh-huh. That's what we're going to do to melatonin when we get to Mar-a-Lago in Florida. So single and ready to mingle. Okay, ladies, all you dumb whores from the, the SEC. I know you've got daddy issues. Well, come meet daddy Trump. Now, Mr. President, to honor you this week as your... Um your last week in office on inauguration day on january 20 i don't recognize that okay uh, at 8 p.m eastern oh, excuse time. me i don't recognize last week in like i am still the president and we're gonna fight to maintain the legitimate win really the blowout win that we had it was sort of you saw the numbers they were it did it was a tremendous blowout for patriots and for trump and uh you know we're still, we're just going to be doing it from Mar-a-Lago without mesothelioma who will be hanging outside a helicopter in case you forgot that I said that. (laughs) We know she's hanging out a helicopter. It's going to be over water, over land. Is it going to be like to the sharks or a pavement? Because one's a mess you got to clean up. One is, I don't know how that happened. Okay, well, maybe you won't be fired, tech stuff guy. Great thinking. Over the water. (laughs) Over the water. If you can swim back to Transylvania, you get to live. You... Broken English whore. <laughs> now, Mr. President, what I wanted to say on Wednesday, I know you're not fond of this. We're honoring you. But on, on Wednesday, on this certain day where presidents are sworn in uh, in the United States of America, there's a certain day. And it's on Wednesday, January 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will be doing a special episode for our Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots. It's a bonus episode, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a live episode with the president. We're calling it Joe Biden's N-Word Day. So it's Joe Biden's N-Word Day. And that is at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Patreon Patriots, only Perfect 10. This is only for Perfect 10. There will most likely be a special guest or two honoring our president. It is going to be uh, an episode for 2021. So if you are not a Patreon Patriot, I would join Perfect 10 uh, just for this month and check it out. Um, And all the Patreon Patriots who've been joining really appreciate it. Now, Mr. President, you're off Twitter. A lot of other... um, different websites have have censored you and kicked you off now i'm all up from free speech and i don't agree with them kicking you off all of these other sites you haven't done anything on these other sites to really elicit violence you did on twitter elicit the taking of the capital and violence so i would say yes you you shouldn't be on twitter but there's no reason you shouldn't be on friendster or facebook or classmates or myspace or instagram there's no reason for that. So um, are you doing anything, any court battles or anything to get you uh, yourself on one of these? Or are you going to create one of your own? Well, that's a great question. And by the way, I don't agree with your analysis of Twitter. I don't think I did anything to get kicked off of Twitter other than be 
the greatest tweeter in the history of Twitter. But what I will tell you is we are working on various things. As you know, when we talked last week during a very uh, highly respected episode, it was a highly, re- very highly respected episode, we discussed Trumpter, which is going to be a, a Donald J. Trump social media site, very powerful. Uh, so we're looking into that, forming our own social media site. And on top of that, Sidney Powell, my great attorney, Sidney Powell, is currently challenging uh, many of these social media uh, companies um, in court, uh, mostly Which, food, mostly food courts. Okay, food courts. Okay. Um, she actually, I mean, she's a tough, she's a tough lawyer. She was, she actually went to Auntie Anne's pretzels today and said, where the hell is Auntie Anne? And she beat the crap out of Auntie Anne. Your, your lawyer beat the crap out of poor. I'm sure Auntie Anne is like some small old lady who just makes pretzels. Oh, she's a dead lady now because Sydney Powell doesn't play. She demanded that they put me back on Twitter. You know, she said, Auntie Anne, you are sort of the senior, you know, if you think about it in the food court. Uh, there was no Burger King in the food court, which would obviously be sort of the highest level of jurisdiction. Did, and Wendy, uh, Wendy is not even legal. I okay. To, yes. So Auntie Anne is sort of the veteran senior justice in the food court. And, you know, Sidney Powell said, put the president's Twitter back on. And when and Auntie Anne and, and by the way, very disrespectful. If you, you ever notice how Auntie Anne, I think because she's the senior level person in the food court. Isn't it Auntie that, Annie? Isn't it Annie? Well, I was showing her respect. Oh you know, Annie, I think is like a friend. But you know, what? I, you know, I, I shouldn't even call her Aunt Annie. I'm just calling her Annie, like the little redhead orphan. But that's that's Wendy's. Okay, so I don't want people to get confused. But when you walk into a food court with an Auntie Annie's, you smell like Auntie Annie's. It's just everything has taken on that disgusting butter pretzel smell. And I think that showed how arrogant she was, how disgraceful she was. So Sidney Powell said, I'm giving you one more chance. Put the president's Twitter back on or you're going to regret it, pretzel lady. And the woman behind the stand, I don't know if she spoke English. You know, she looked, I didn't expect her to be a, you know, a Latin teenager. I thought, you know, she looked that way. And then Sidney Powell killed her. But I don't think Auntie Annie has any power to get you back on. Did she also take Well, she has no pandas? power anymore she because also- she's she's currently uh, decomposing in a vat of pretzel butter. <laughs> I was gonna ask you if any any pandas were murdered also in the food court. No, we don't talk to Panda Express. China, we, we don't respect their jurisdiction. We just steal all their free samples. When they walk around with the free samples, we take the crap out of those. Because they have been stealing from us for so long, so we take all the free samples the Chinese people offer. It's called food court law. It's called food court law. But for TikTok, you, maybe Panda Express could have helped you get back on TikTok. Since it's China. I'll get on, I'll be on TikTok. We're going to, you know, here's the thing that you need to understand tech stuff guy. When they so-called remove me from office, when I'm no longer the president, according to the fake news, I'm still going to get 
they're called security briefings as a former president. You don't think I'm going to sell some of those to China and to Russia? Hello, sir. Would you like to know where our bases are going? Well, how about you build a Trump Tower and lend me $500 million? How's that sound, G? So your plan is to make some extra money by selling government information? Well, you said that. I mean, I just said exactly what you told me you were going to do. No, you're making it sound a lot worse than what I said. What I said was very diplomatic and very presidential. Now, being a, being a president, you are doing something very presidential. Uh, you are creating the Garden of Heroes, which is a... A lot better than Michelle Obama's Garden of Vegetables, I think you'd agree. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends how you look at it. Uh, your, your list here of... I'm sorry. Other than Veggie Tales, which is a totally waste of a cartoon, name another a vegetable that's better than a superhero. There, there aren't, but there are two different. Would you rather be broccoli or a hero? A hero. Okay. Well, thank you. No need to interrupt me then with your very weak textile analysis. Okay. Now, what I wanted to, I was just wondering how many. There's a large list of these heroes and a few that I didn't know you were a fan of. Um, well, some we had a committee put together to put this list together. You know, I was pushing for more adult film stars and uh, actresses. You know, I was actually, you know, I asked Ivanka, like, what would you do? Like, what would you do to get into the Garden of Heroes? And so, you know, I, but well, you know, this is the list we came up with. Now, I, I want to add, this, I'm just going to go through it, this, this list of people. You have Kobe Bryant, you have Alex Trebek, you have Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you have Vince Lombardi, you have Walt Disney, and then you have Grover Cleveland. Uh, I, I know he's president, but one of the great Muppets, wouldn't you agree? He's probably, I would say, the greatest Muppet there was. Very underrated, you know. He never got. Well, he was not a, you know, he was a. I believe he was a Sesame Street. I guess that's actually different, but you know, under the Jim Henson sort of community, and I think he was one of the most talented. So I think he was very underrated as far as Sesame Street goes. Uh, but Grover Cleveland was was a president. He was on Sesame Street and the president. No, no. Grover. Why doesn't anybody talk about him more? No, the Grover, the, the blue. That's why he's a hero. Excuse me. That's why we're making him a hero. That's a very rare combo. Mr. President, the big blue... bird was never a governor. Okay. We know that. <laughs> the blue puppet Grover is not Grover Cleveland. Grover Cleveland was president and then he was removed from office and then he won presidency again. Is that the reason why you put him on there? Oh, I didn't even realize that that is what Grover Cleveland had done. So that is a very strong and pleasant coincidence tech stuff. <laughs> and now that you mention it, I may, well, that does sound fairly and strongly heroic. Um, Maybe the most heroic thing would be to do that, but also to fight off two impeachments and get elected again. I think that would, you'd have to get your own garden of one hero if you ever pulled that off. 
Mr. President, thank you for bringing that up. Um, oh, two two impeachments. Um, are you proud of that? Because no one else has ever gotten two impeachments. Um, do you think you're gonna? You know, if you lose this impeachment, you can't run again. You lose the Secret Service. You lose the presidential pension. It almost negates everything you've accomplished. You know that, right? Oh. Mr. President, if you get impeached for the second time and it all goes through. Well, I was impeached a second time, a, a second fake it. impeachment. They're not going to they they're not going to convict me. There's too many Republican senators who want to be president. So they're not going to convict me. I'm going to announce to, I'm going to announce while Sleepy Joe and his nurse, Kokomo Harris, because that's what she is. She's not a vice president. She's his nurse. And uh She's going to, you know, he's going to come out and say, uh, uh, Jack. And then I'm going to announce while he's dancing with his admittedly attractive wife for an old lady, Jill, not a doctor, not a real doctor. <laughs> we will announce during his inaugural ball that I am running in 2024. And then we will raise tremendous cash set up a shadow government at Mar-a-Lago. I will also have a reality show to pick a fourth wife. And, and then I will win in 2024. And it will be the greatest comeback uh, in political history. Well, Mr. President, I, I want to get to um, January 20th in a minute. But before we get to that, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor this week, who is betonline.ag. Mr. President, I'm sorry, but Ohio State lost to Alabama last week. You were on a roll, and then when it came to national championship. Oh, no, no, excuse me. As you know, I said Alabama would win. So you, call, so you called everything. I thought you were going Ohio State. And I just said that. To trick everybody, I actually went with Alabama. So I guess I was right again. Nobody's ever bet this well. So you were right again. BetOnline.ag, the president and I, we do all our betting there. Um, we are in the NFL playoffs right now. We have hockey starting. We have basketball in full swing. Baseball is right around the corner. <laughs> NFL playoffs is finishing up. Super Bowl is around the corner. There is also an online casino. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. You can bet on UFC. There are so many future prop bets. It is awesome. Betonline.ag. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, and that is betonline.ag. And if you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, use the promo code CLNS50 for your 50% welcome bonus. That's right. You put your money down and they give you 50% back to gamble with. That's CLNS50. We have the NFC and AFC championship coming up this week. Bet on that. Two great games. And then the Super Bowl. Also, like I said, basketball and hockey getting in full swing. Plenty of sports to bet on. Check it out. It's betonline.ag. Follow them on social media at betonline underscore ag. And again, when you sign up, put in the promo code CLNS50 for your sign-up bonus. Check them out. That's betonline.ag. Now, Mr. President, at um, on January 20th, uh, when Joe Biden is sworn in as president, 
Garth Brooks is performing that day at this event when the president's being sworn in. I'm not allowed to use the word. So how do you feel about Garth Brooks performing? You can call it the N-word if you want. Okay, the N-word day. How do you feel? (laughs) Well, I think Garth Brooks is, many people have known for a long time that he's not a real country star. He's sort of, you know, he's that pop country you know, he's, he's country music for, you know, radical leftists who want to pretend like they like country music. Real country music is not about, I got friends in low paces and whatever nonsense. It's about cousin fucking, drinking beer, praising God, and shooting people of color. That's country music, okay? And the occasional hot blonde, you know, jerking a guy off while praising Jesus. That's real country music okay not what garth brooks does but he's one of the most famous country stars in the world well it's called selling out it's called being a sellout and as somebody who has had trump steaks trump water trump vodka trump the game trump buildings trump the apprentice and many other items i have no respect for a sellout All right. Now, Mr. President, we have a uh, a special guest today. Oh, I know he's here. He's been praying all day very strongly for the death of Democrats. He's such a powerful man of faith. We it was it was a hard to get a hold of him. He's a very busy man, and um, I'm so happy to welcome on the show today everyone you know him as the Pillow Guy. Please welcome Mike. Lindell, the pillow guy. Um, should I call you? Hey, Jay. <laughs> should I call you the pillow guy, Mr. Lindell? Mike, what do you want to be called? The pillow biter is what they called me when I was on crack, so you can call me that. And I'm just so happy that the president decided to have me on his podcast, which, of course, is a you know a show designed by our Lord Jesus Christ to deliver the truth to Americans. Now, uh, Mike, um, you are the pillow guy and you came, you're very, you know, I listened to the show and I noticed your volume just went up again (laughs) as it always does every week. All of a sudden (laughs) it went up to like five levels higher the way it's been doing for several weeks. Is that God wanting to hear us louder for Mr. Trump? I I think so. You were very outspoken for Mr. President. Are you worried that is going to affect your business, uh, being the pillow guy? Does that worry you? Conservatives need pillows, and they actually like to have more pillows. So, you know, one set for your wife, one set for your mistress, the way... God intended when he gave us his Lord and son, Jesus Christ, and his even better son, Donald J. Trump. Sales are doing great, especially because they can also be used as weapons to kill Democrats. You, you make pillows to, to kill Democrats? Do, do I have that right? Well, you can sleep on them as long as you have you know no nerves in your face. <laughs> But then it can also be used because of the patented sleep technology of packing peanuts and broken glass. 
you can smother out the strongest of Democrats, Satan worshiping politicians. That's why we're hoping on January 20th to have the My Pillow Revolution, or as some assholes on Twitter have been suggesting, the My Pillow Fight. Wait, you just said your pillow is comfortable if you have no nerves in your face. Did, did I get that correct? Yes. I developed it when I was so high on crack. Do you know The Weeknd? Have you heard of The Weeknd? Yes, I've heard of him. He had a song called I Can't Feel My Face. It was about my time as a crack addict. And I developed this sleep technology when I was high on crack and at the lowest point in my life. So I didn't really sense anything in my face. So I was able to sleep on broken glass. And that's when I decided that that was the best possible sleep technology for my pillow made in America. So you figured out a pillow while you are high on crack and you thought that would be the best pillow for Americans because it was comfortable when you are on crack. So it's be comfortable for everyone. Well, when you're sucking that glass dick <laughs> and doing God knows what to make a buck, anything feels comfortable when you sleep. And that's when the Lord said to me, it was, it was either a guy named Jesus or Jesus said to me, you should sell those pillows, Mike. Now, now, Mike, how long have you been sober for? What time is it? I was going to ask you, I, I know you've been sober for some time, maybe like from uh, President Trump losing the election. Did that put you off the wagon or are you good with your drug use? How are you right now with the crack? I have not had any crack during this president's beautiful run in office, it felt divinely inspired. But I will say, if he doesn't, I don't even like to say it, tech stuff. If uh -oh. our president does not win re-election and Sleepy Joe Biden, who we don't want it calling Sleepy Joe anymore because he is not affiliated with our made in the USA, my pillow. I may have to start smoking crack again if Donald Trump does not get back in the White House. I wanted to know if this is a rumor or this is true for the, the there were there were protesters, you want to call them, uh, uh, protesters on the Capitol, broke into the Patriotic Capitol. Patriotic MyPillow protesters. They were sponsored by MyPillow, by the way. Made <laughs> in America. They were, you sponsored them? I well, then this might be true. I heard a rumor that the people who were arrested, you were sending them my pillows in prison so they were comfortable. Is this a rumor or is this true? They could also be used as weapons to shank their cellmates if they got out of line. It's a very versatile pillow. Wait, a pillow that can also be used as a shank? Can well, you? Because it's loaded with little rocks and with broken glass. How is that comfortable to sleep on? Have you ever been high on crack? <laughs> I have lost your family. Been penetrated by a grown man named Jesus for five dollars. No, no. And I, I don't think you're in any position to suggest what's comfortable. <laughs> I, I, you may have a point there. Um, 
You might have a point there. Uh, Look, Mr. I'm already Lindell. falling asleep. That's how comfortable our Made in America <laughs> pillows are. Now, what are your plans uh, for the N-word day on Wednesday? What are your plans? Do you plan on protesting? Do you plan on holding a rally? What do you plan on, on doing? I've urged our president to begin to institute martial law seize the military, execute every Democrat, <laughs> abolish our incest laws because they have been too unfair to our great president, Donald Trump, and take back our country. That's, uh, that's not asking a for too much. A chicken in every pot, a my pillow in every bed, and a Democrat in every cemetery. Well, that is that is a campaign slogan if I ever heard one. I'm actually going to run for the Senate in Minnesota on a campaign of kill Democrats, save my pillow. That's 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 not so bad. Um, Mr. Lindell, uh, with your your my pillow, I was I was wondering, have you ever met Sir Jeffrey Epstein? It seems like you two would get along. Sir Jeffrey Epstein was actually one of the first people that I, I tried the my pillow on. He said he needed at least twenty for a sleepover party. <laughs> and was he a satisfied customer? He was a very satisfied customer. Well, Mike Lindell, I, I appreciate you and your pillow joining us. The pillow guy. Thank you so much for taking uh, time out of your Go schedule. Go to MyPillow.com. We're now selling blankets and QAnon newsletters. <laughs> you're selling a newsletter there? I mean, times are tough when you're selling a newsletter. Jeez. Well, pick up your, your QAnon newsletter, your MyPillow pillow, your blankets, and um, they, they are also, you can be used the pillows. It's a shank, so that is a uh, pillow I've never heard of before, but Check out MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell, thank you so much, uh, the pillow guy, joining us tonight. Um, made in America. Made in America. Come back, Mr. President. I love you. So thank you so much. And that was, that was Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. I can't believe he was able to join us. He's been doing so many interviews lately, and uh, he has joined us tonight. And uh, check out... Um, oh, hello there. Yeah, yes. that, my pillow guy he is a true believer. Very strong beliefs. Do you do you have a my pillow, Mr. President? Uh, can I be on it? Where can we go off the record? We're off. I my pillows. I do. I own a. He gave me you know a lifetime supply. So basically, I just use them. I put them under whatever woman I'm with. If it's her time of the month, <laughs> I call it the my menstruation pillow. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lifetime amount, so it doesn't even matter. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I had the idea when Jeff Epstein had a bunch of them and they were all covered in blood. I said, well, that seems like a good use for my pillow. So I got a bunch from Mike. He's been so not you, Mike. He's actually, by the way, replaced Mike Pence as my new Mike. Oh. He he's your he's your new you you're not you're not fond of Mike Pence right now? He had your no, back. No, I'm well no, you know, he had my back and then all of a sudden when some of my supporters threatened to lynch him, he became not as loyal. And I think that was very weak on his part. You know, Mike Pence, oh, I love Jesus. He loves Jesus, doesn't he? Love Jesus so much. 
Well, you know what Jesus did? He got up on that cross and died for God and for mankind. And all Mike Pence had to do was go outside and sacrifice himself through a public hanging to save Trump and to save his country. And he didn't do that. He didn't do that. So Mike Pence is very weak and we're not big fans. You wanted Mike Pence to sacrifice himself for you. You make it sound like a weird thing. <laughs> you just, you basically just compared yourself to God by saying it's like Jesus, him being like Jesus. And you basically compare yourself to, to God. Is Did I get that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't know. God might compare himself to me. Okay. And I bet you wouldn't complain to God then. You wouldn't say anything. I wonder why. <laughs> Mr. President, we have a, a couple more things on uh, on the record here. Pardons. I, I hear tomorrow you are coming out with some pardons. I just wanted to ask you if you can be over a hundred. It's going to be a real pardon party. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you. Roger Stone's wife is going to be extra busy with this pardon party. Is is Sir Jeffrey's name coming up? as a, a part in the pardon party uh sir jeffrey is so above a pardon he's such a talented special person i don't think he even needs a pardon but as a favor to sir jeff we are considering a Gislaine maxwell pardon uh, how about um kyle rittenhouse uh, you know, the gentleman who shot two innocent people during the protests and he was recently photographed wearing, I think, a white power T-shirt and holding up um, some sort of uh, um, anti-Semitic sign. Do you hear about this uh, American? Uh, I didn't hear all that, but, you know, I would love to give him a pardon if all that you just said is true. <laughs> but I think he might be charged with state crimes and that that... You know, I could give him like a presidential pardon, you know, to use in case of emergency, but I think he might be in trouble with a state court, at which mm. point they, uh, they're very nasty when it comes to my powerful presidential pardons. The last people I was curious about who have actually reached out to you via the media are the people who are arrested in uh, storming the Capitol. All those oh, people, they're getting pardons. Even the guy with the Viking helmet. Especially the guy with the Viking helmet. Why Why would you pardon these people? They're patriots. They love me. They risked, they risked their lives. And it, needs to, it should be rewarded, not punished. So you think the, the fake news will be upset if I pardon everybody in the Capitol riot? I think people would be very upset with you. Bingo. It's called trolling. If you... It, you, you, if you take me off of Twitter, I'm going to troll with pardons in, instead of tweets. And I think they'll put me back on Twitter if they realize that I will destroy the country and the justice system without my tweets. You know, we always say they're playing checkers and I'm playing go fish. <laughs> so you're willing to give America an, an ultimatum. Put me back on Twitter or you pardon every person involved in the Capitol storming. It's called Trump negotiations. I always said I made the best deals, the great deals. 
and America's about to see what it's like to get screwed by Trump during a great deal. Give me tweets or I give the great patriots freedom. That is a, a crazy ultimatum. Um, I call it the ultimate ultimatum <laughs> by Trump. <laughs> Trademark pending. Uh, that's, that's the best name for it, Mr. President. <laughs> um, two more pieces of news. Um, congratulations, COVID. You are, um, I think, almost at a triple you you were you, you were heading towards what triple platinum no no excuse me okay Five we were we would we were double diamond double which diamond. is 20 diamonds, 20 million diamonds, cases diamonds, that's right we're headed to triple diamond in cases and by the way we just hit we're right at the four hundred thousand mark for deaths Five hundred thousand is gold and you know gold is like the color most associated with donald j trump so I think we're going to have a very big party at Mar-a-Lago the day that we have that. We're actually going to ask that the 500,000th victim of COVID be put in a gold body bag and sent <laughs> FedEx overnight to Mar-a-Lago where we will put it on display. Know, we'll put it on display and have a very powerful party, no masks, <laughs> and to celebrate going gold with the king of gold in COVID. 500 that you you mark it you know you might even get an invite if you play your cards right to the 500,000th death that sounds like a, a wild wild party mr president um now and then we invite roger stone's wife and say well it's 500,000 are you up to it mr president i just want to ask you if you could just ask me to answer this straight up um when you lost the election Who? did you just did you just stop dealing with COVID? Tech stuff. I barely did this job when I, <laughs> when I was trying to get reelected. I have not looked at a piece of paper, met with anybody. All I have done is order Uber Eats, watch pornography in Fox and Friends, talk to my divorce lawyer about getting papers sent to... Uh, uh, Mauritius and Mauritius, <laughs> and then uh, you know, trying to set up a new news network, a new social media network, and most importantly, a dating show so for me to find Trump wife number four. So it's gonna be like The Bachelor, but for you, right? We're thinking of calling it The Rapist. <laughs> uh, you don't think that would give people the wrong idea for a tv show no no because it's about hip-hop you know like in other words i have such strong with the community with the hip-hop black community it, we thought it was a good cross branding because as you know i you've heard me do bars mm -hmm. you know i have great i have great rap skills you do and when and when you're when you rap or when people accuse you of rap they call you some people pronounce it rapist some people call it rapist so I just, it's my, my goal is to do, you know, to bring in all those great African-Americans that voted for me with this sort of hip hop themed dating show. You and I might even, I might even have one African-American contestant, you know, we'll kick her out after like the first round, but we'll, you know, we'll be nice. Do you know, they might also call people rappers too. 
mean, they do? Yeah, people who rap are, are rappers. Okay, well, tomato, tomato, <laughs> rapper, rapist. It's, you know, let's go the whole thing off. Mr. President, the, the last topic on this final show of your presidency, and I wanted to False. ask, I wanted to ask you, Mr. President, mm. if you do have any, what are they? Um, regrets from your presidency? As far as regrets, most of the people I hired or failures, but I mostly regret not sealing the deal with Ivanka while I was president. <laughs> what, 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 what deal are you talking about? Well, why is that funny? What a deal. Why do you think that's funny? I'm I curious just, to know why you think that's funny tech stuff. I think it's, it would, I, I find it shocking that in all your regrets of being president, it was difficult for you to seal a deal with your own daughter. I don't know why that'd be difficult. She's a supporter of yours. You, she works for you. I don't know why she wouldn't seal the deal with you. And I just find that of all the things that have gone on your presidency, that is your only regret that I find that humorous. Well, she thought, you know, the lawyers around us, unfortunately would talk about, you know, there are certain things you can't do when you're president and when you're father, daughter, that they consider taboo. And, you know, she decided to follow the legal advice. You know, that's why, I, you know, I love my daughter. She's a very talented, smart, ethical, sexy, voluptuous, stacked smoke show. And I say that as a father, not in any sort of inappropriate way, the way liberals would say it. But, uh, you know, we never just... We were never able to make that happen. We were never able to quite, you know, have it come to fruition. What do you what do you mean? Well, when okay, excuse me. When you have a deal, you yes. ever heard some you know when you need to put a deal together, you say, We're gonna seal this deal. Yes. Okay, it's a common phrase. I get it. What's my, your my deal excuse with? me, excuse, excuse me. Yes. Okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't say anything. I just nodded. And I, and I knew you were going to talk. So excuse me. My daughter is a great businesswoman. She's also extremely hot, very sexy, smells great, fucks like a champ. You know, just sort of all the things a father wants out of, out of a daughter. And when I try to make deals, you know, I want to include my kids in my deals. And there's no kid I want to include in deals more than Ivanka. So when I say I want to seal the deal, you know, I have, a, based on the recording of this podcast, which is, you know, I have approximately 29 hours. Well, technically it's at noon, right? So no, I actually, okay, so that's pretty good. I have, I have 41 hours Okay, this is like an action movie. We're calling it 41 Hours to Seal the Deal with Ivanka's voluptuous, sexy, smoke show ass in a business fatherly way. You are, you are the king of titles, Mr. President. <laughs> Mr. 
depressing i i said that's your your only regret is there any more regrets can you you think no i i hired some incompetent disloyal people who aren't willing to you know what i want to do what i i'll tell you a regret i want to have sex with a woman on top of a copy of the constitution (laughs) while she's on her period and there's no my pillow to sop it up. That's my regret that I never did that. Uh, <laughs> That's my number one regret, other than not sealing the deal with Ivanka in a fatherly way. Uh, <laughs> with strong business. Yes, very strong. No, not very strong, just strong. Okay, okay. I, I get confused sometimes. Oh, that's okay. Now, Mr. President, we really appreciate uh, all the time that you've spent uh, doing this podcast and the bonus episodes. And uh, we look forward to this next chapter in your life, um, continuing this podcast and having some of your friends on and, and guests to to commentate on the political environment that's going on in the world and, and telling us what you th- how you think uh, President Joe Biden is doing and uh, Kamala Harris is doing and uh, we, we're really excited to hear your thoughts on this in the future. Uh, thank you for serving our country. Thank you for being our president. Thank you, Mr. President. And uh, we, we do. We thank you, Mr. President, sir. We we appreciate you. And um, especially after those regrets, I really um, we're really going to miss you. Um, thank you so much, everyone else. Patreon. Oh, excuse me. I'm, yes. I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss you because you're fired. I'll be back here next week. <laughs> uh, for all listeners, um, join the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/mpga. This week on Wednesday, we have the N-word episode inauguration time. It's eight. Joe Biden's the official title. Write it down. Text stuff in case they don't send us a new one by then. Joe Biden's N-word. And that's it. Joe Biden's N-word. And that is Wednesday. N-word day. Excuse me. Joe Biden's N-word day. Joe Biden's N-word day. That is on January 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern with a live Q&A as well. Um, we're trying to line up a couple of special guests coming through too. And that is patreon.com slash mpga. I have heard. I have heard. Yes. On the strong conservative side, I've heard that uh, Rage and Brett... Uh, might make an appearance as well as uh, evil Mitch McConnell, who I don't want on the show, but you know, he's sort of a crafty scumbag. That would be uh, very exciting. Also, we just want to thank our sponsor, betonline.ag, for the NFC and AFC championship this weekend. Go there and bet on betonline.ag. Again, that's Wednesday, the 20th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, also, I just have one thing. I have a documentary special coming out sometime this year. Um, Don't have a date yet, but if you can follow me at JNOG on social and you'll hear about that. Um, It's a documentary special. Exciting stuff. Um, Mr. President, um, for the last time as being president on this podcast, the floor is yours. Uh, What special announcements do you have? Uh, you can follow me on Parlor. Um, my handle is Ivanka69. I'm on Parlor, the great free speech conservative social media. But guys, it's JL. Hello. Uh, thank you, everybody, for making it this far with us. 
Um, and we're glad that there's so much support and enthusiasm to continue the show into the Biden presidency. Um, you know, the Patreon is a great value. I know people don't have the money, some people don't have the money or, but it is a great value and it is very good bonus content. And obviously this Wednesday is, you know, almost going to be like a, uh, like the prom, you know, for our senior year, basically. And then Trump goes off to dementia college in Florida on this podcast. Dementia college this. tech. <laughs> I, yeah, I, Idaho uh, Militia Christian Tech Bible State College, um, known as Idaho Christian, Idaho Militia Christian for short. Um, I've definitely written that down for a future script, <laughs> just as a, as a location. But thank you, everybody, for your, uh, for your support, for listening, for sharing uh, the show. Um, and all I'd say on a, on a selfish note, I guess, just to, since I, I thank you, everybody who listens to the show, who came to the three stand-up shows I did, much appreciated, uh, including Patreon president TF. Um, but uh, check out my website. If you're, if when you're done listening to this episode and you've signed up for Patreon, check out my website, uh, jlcomedy.com, just for a lot of other stuff I'm working on putting together a robust 2021. So um you know, until then, just keep enjoying this podcast and, uh, you know, try to try to convince a friend to give it a chance as well. If they've liked uh, the comedy, the impression, et cetera, this you, you know, I'm talking to you, listener, you know how good it is and how fun it is. So we always want more people coming in, not not less. And maybe it'll be more fun for people, those sensitive beta cucks who are like triggered by like your impressions good, but like hearing his voice is like traumatizing at this point. What I would say is if you have any of those friends, get rid of them. But if you don't want to get rid of them, maybe they'll feel safer. Maybe the podcast will feel more like a safe space at this <laughs> point from the trauma of Trump, who, don't get me wrong, is a horrific historic piece of shit. But uh, take it from the guy who's talked like him for 50 hours in the last 10 months. Uh, so I guess that's it, everybody. Thank you uh, for... Um, you know, this is this is it for this phase of the show. So it's been fun. I, th I hope it can be more fun now with less danger. Uh, and if you thought I was gross when he was in office, I assume it's going to get like oh, even worse. Crazier. It's getting crazier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you, everybody. Thank you, Tech Stuff. Thank you, Jay. Um, and uh, God help us all.